This is episode 243 by my count. I'm not quite sure about that. Anyway, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show, everybody. Let me get some music going. Good morning, happy, what is it, hump day. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Uh, let us rejoice and be glad that that uh, that we're alive and kicking. We have, you know, another chance to spend the morning together. I don't know about you guys, but uh, this is something I, I look forward to hugely. It's a huge part of my day. You know, some would say, uh, oh, gee, that's that's sad. That's too bad. I, fuck it. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. You know, so be it. This is a great part of my day, and I appreciate it. I ha I want to tell you guys about a uh, <laughs> just a funny adventure I had this morning. I was up early. I'm in that mode again. I was up uh, 3 o'clock. I've already been outside. It's the frozen tundra out there. It's not, it's not quite as cold as my visit with my lovely Portuguese friends, but cold, real cold, especially, you know, you get that juxtaposition. There's a big word. It's, it, you know, it was like sixties here the other day and uh, now it's freezing cold this morning and it's going to be, it's not even going to break the freezing mark all day. Anyway, here is my adventure. So I'm up really early, but I still do my routine. My routine is coffee first thing. That's nothing special, right? Normally, uh, normally I will sit in my recliner as I did this morning. I got a lazy boy. It's just somehow it's it's the perfect size. It's shaped right, and so I uh, I'm sipping my coffee. I I usually like to watch a, a YouTube. You know, so I like to try and learn something. So like these days I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm watching people uh, build survival shelters and stuff. Salty's a little slow on the draw. Um, wait a minute. Wait, we have a comment here. Sofa says, uh, I'm getting thin, huh? I don't know that I would call myself uh, thin, Sofa. Now heading toward, maybe we can maybe we can say uh, it's heading toward a healthy body weight. No one would look at me, Sofa, and and uh, say that I'm thin. I snapped I snapped a cup a couple of pictures with my visit with the Portuguese, and uh, let's just describe them as. Uh, uh, healthy, right? I think it's all those bananas they eat during their break. I was talking about that the other day. But it's funny seeing me next to a glowing healthy person, right? It really kind of helped me. It, uh, it, It's like, boom, there it is right in front of my face. It's like, you know, you're not quite there. But I, I it's, I guess, apparently you guys can see that, uh, So I'm changing. Is that what you're saying? Sofa goes on to say, Tony uh, got a vacuum cleaner for himself. Going to have to buy new clothes soon. I don't understand what you mean by the vacuum cleaner. But uh, 
So you can see it, huh? Do you guys believe in this thing uh, uh, called, uh, I think it's called body dysmorphia? See here, jo Georgie girl seems to, says I had the same thought. Like, so I'm looking thinner. Is that what's happening? This is fucked up. I didn't expect this at all, but please bring it on. I need any sort of encouragement I could get. Because you know what, people? I've been given a gift recently. I'm not going to get into it, but... Um, what I discovered is... I want to live. I want to live. Fuck it. I want to live. I deserve to have some fun, some adventure. And, um... God damn it, I'm going to do what I got to do to at least uh, give that a shot. Tank's music homework. Let's see what it is. Um, Johnny Paycheck, take this job and shove it. Oh my God, that's a classic. How many of us, you know, feel that way, have felt that way? The thing that's always bothered me, see, here's how I have always seen... Um, work, you know, earning a living and all that stuff. And this goes back to my childhood. I, I've said many times before I had a fancy, fancy childhood. And uh, <clears throat> and also I've talked about my dad, how much I loved my dad. So close. We just, we were just great, great friends. But growing up, it's like, you know, he was... Oftentimes not around. He did a lot of traveling too. He hit, he he was uh, flying here and there, even to other countries and stuff as part of his uh, you know fancy fancy job, right? And so I think early on, I just always saw it's like okay, really putting your nose to the grindstone and and uh, you know earning a living and all that stuff, even if even if it's if you're surrounded by beauty and all that stuff, it's still to me, it was like, oh man, that's time without my loved ones. I wanted to, I would, I would have traded some of the spoils, some of the houses we lived in and all that stuff for more time with my dad. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. This is probably why you guys, I'm not even kidding. You've heard me say it. When I hear any of you guys say, oh, I got to go to work. I get sad. <laughs> I think it's always been that way. I really do want us just to get some sort of commune going. Let's figure it out for the love of Christ. Salty agrees. I'm dropping LBs, huh? I mean, I need to. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Look, Looking at some uh, pictures of myself recently. It's got me... Uh, it's got me thinking. It's got me noticing. Sofa says you're making positive progress. Going to have to get bodyguards to keep the ladies off you. What a what a beautiful problem that would be. It's what you call first world problems, huh? Oh, yeah. Getting back to this body dysmorphia. Let's see. Lady says uh, uh, body dysmorphia. Yes. Look at those people who go way overboard with plastic plastic surgery yeah I think I, I wonder I suspect I suspect that I might have something like maybe some kind of uh, maybe mild form of that and here's what I mean 
Like, I don't, I can't, I don't have a good grasp on the kind of shape I'm in, what, what I'm dealing with. Now, the good news, you want to know the good news? Most of the time, in my head, I look better than I actually look. <laughs> so, in reality. So, I guess I'm walking around maybe with more confidence than I deserve. But, like, I, I, I walk around, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a dummy. I know I'm, you know, whatever, not a slender person and all that stuff. But like I'm I'm generally okay with it. But then when I see pictures, it's like, oh shit, I didn't fucking realize. Like this is not this is not what's in my head. But then there have also been times in my life where um I've actually lost, you know, a fair amount of weight. Like uh several years ago, I went an entire year with no sugar. Like a solid year. I ate really clean. I lost a ton of weight. A ton of weight. And what I remember in the middle of that is um, I had uh, I had I wore baggy clothes. I remember friends were telling me change in your clothes you idiot. Change in your clothes. Right? You've lost a ton of weight. And, um, I got to get worse cameras and, uh, uh, it's true. It's true. Okay. I'm, I'm a little discombobulated. Let's see what, let's see what's going on in the comments section. Uh, let's see. Tank says it's a self image. To where you're not satisfied. I have the same thing. You do, Tank, huh? By the way, I've decided. I've made the executive decision. I'm I'm going Chrome Dome. Is that the term? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm uh, I'm gonna shave. I'm gonna this this super valuable brain protector of mine. I'm gonna shave it. Just see what it's like. I'm kind of excited. Robo says, me, to me too, Tony. That's why I don't like pictures of myself. Robo Kitty, you deserve to like pictures of yourself. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Oh my God, we're the same person. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Let's see. Jordy says, my self-image is so freaking skewed, it's disturbing. Yeah, isn't it weird how we can get, uh, this is, I think this is very, very true. Okay, you can get so, so out of whack or whatever. You know, I think it's, uh, this can happen. And isn't it frustrating where you have, let's say, a friend. Let's say you have a friend that you can see. It's like you're you're freaking beautiful, whatever, or handsome or whatever. You're, you're, it's great. Good to go. But the, but something, there's something in the, the friend's mind, right? Where it's, it, they just don't see it that way. It's so frustrating. I think there's part of me where, uh, I want, uh, I want my friends to understand the value that's in them, you know, <clears throat> like I can see something in you, but you can't see it. You know, it's like, ah, it sucks. What's Sofa talking about the lights? Let's see if I can find it. 
got kind of a healthy comment section going this morning. This is just the sort of uh, soothing music that I... Yeah, what is Sofa talking about? I don't see a Sofa comment. Will someone explain? Because Robo says, why Sofa? Because of the lights in the background. And a lady is also commenting. And uh, yet, I don't know what Sofa's comment is. Uh, okay, so Robo says, Tony, do the colors of those lights in the background change? Yes, they do, dear. Hold on, let me get a prop. Okay, so I have in my hand, these are actually very, very handy lights. If I ever, um, if I ever coached some other, like, like newbie live streamers or something. So this is, these are the kind of lights I use. This is what they look like. They're awesome because they're uh, uh, magnetic. They have magnets on the back. I don't know if you can see that. So they'll stick to anything. So I have way too many of these things <laughs> because because I'm the big diesel, I guess. But how they work, it, what, how they're so great because um, they have all these different settings. See, here's a peek behind the scenes. Like here's just straight up like light. So the lights in front of me, um, I have a bunch of these things. They just give me light. And then I can, they, I can diffuse them with this plastic case. But then the real fun is I hope you are, are okay with a long answer because here I go. The real fun are the effects. So like here's my fireplace effect. This is what I was using in the uh, Prius the other day. So if, if we waited a, a whole bunch, it would flicker. So in the back, like uh, behind me, today it's green. Normally that's a flicker fireplace. And normally back here are flicker fireplaces. Down here is normally red but I do change it up a little bit and today I changed it up it's like Christmas colors today so and these um, so I can uh, uh, let's see let me think 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 I these will uh, uh, change to all sorts of colors so like here's uh, red now I don't know how well you can see it right right up against the camera but I can change, like, let me change it to green now. Here now it's pretty green. That's really bright. I don't know. Anyway, those are the lights I use. I do change them up a little bit. Like just this morning, I was just uh, thinking, you know what? I'm going to try something different. Now, I believe Sofa might have noticed uh, uh, that uh, Sofa might have, it, it, Sofa is an artist, right? If I'm not mistaken. So you, you visual art people like Sofa and uh, the elusive Robo Kitty, you notice stuff like that. Lady says, "Do it before and after." Do you? Are you talking about my jowls, dear? Okay, Amber says, "I'm the same way with the dysmorphia." Uh oh, I'm locked up. I'm the same way with the dysmorphia. Even when I was down close to my goal weight 
and really healthy, it still wasn't good enough, and my friends thought I had a problem and needed to eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> I've only had a few times in my life where uh, my friends told me to eat cheeseburgers. Well, really, usually, here's the way it goes for me. I almost never have my friends told me, oh, you need to gain some weight. I can't, I honestly can't ever remember that happening. However, Mama V, when I start losing weight, she has a very early ripcord. So like, I think, so you guys are obviously, I guess, noticing uh, some sort of, uh, I guess weight loss, I guess you're noticing. It's weird, I don't notice it in myself, but apparently it's happening. So I'll bet then if I went home, my mom would start to say something like, uh, are you getting enough protein? You know, she's thinking I'm wasting away. It's like, mom, I'm nearly a sumo wrestler, right? Right. I haven't seen my junk since 2006, whatever. Anyway, that's not really true, but you know, because mirrors and everything, I bought mirrors for the floor. Sophie, you think you think uh, 2023 is going to be my year? Maybe, maybe. I I I I will say I'm excited about life. I think uh, I think something that this flu deal has given me, something that this flu deal has given me, is, uh, and you know me, I'm introspective anyway. I'm an introspective guy, and there's this part of me that just says, "Enough's enough. Fuck this shit. I deserve a life." I deserve, uh, uh, we all do. It's not just me. We all deserve some joy, some adventure. Um, you know, Tank says, my buddy lost a bunch of weight and looked weirder because he was my friend and gets me. I told him he looked like he had AIDS. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a problem. I think on the show, um, Yesterday, or within the past couple days, um, we were talking about uh, that gastric bypass. I do have friends; they tend they tend to look really weird when they get out. It's it's like they melted, you know. Robo, I think this is cute that you didn't know that was a Christmas song. That is so. I would love to teach you about Christmas someday if you teach me about uh, Hanukkah. Can have a reciprocal uh, learning situation. Amber, do you like purple, dear? Do you want a purple light day? I could totally do an amber day. I just can't. I just don't want to walk back there now and do it. Oh, Sofa asked if it was Christmas. I thought he meant because of the green and red lights. Oh, but yeah, it is weird, right? Green and red lights would be accurate. Those are Christmas colors. And I happen to have a Christmas song playing too. So it's weird. Very strange. I need to catch up in these comments. All right, so Robo says, so that red and green light uh, pointed at the wall in the back, can you make them pink and blue or amber? Uh, I know I can do blue. I'm pretty sure I can do amber. I haven't, I don't know about pink. 
Are you are you suggesting that I try now, or do you want to put in requests for future shows? It, it on Discord, if you guys want to, uh, uh, you know, give give requests for the background colors, I'd be more than happy to do it. it might be fun. Amber the color, not amber the pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, I need a little kickback, right, from the uh, light manufacturer sofa. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Jordy says, I was super excited that I could change the color of the light bar on my gaming controllers. I made one purple and one blue so I could tell them apart. You know? This is very important in that world. Oh, the chrome tone pictures. Yeah. I, 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 it turns out I snapped some, uh, I inadvertently snapped some chrome tone pictures this weekend. Now, I don't know if you guys are going to be allowed to look at them. But, um, you know. Oh, Tanun's in the house. Good morning, Ode. How are you, my friend? <laughs> are you talking about my jowls, dear? That was just an honest question. I, I assume that's where we were headed. I, I like that idea. Well, as a matter of fact, I in thinking about it, I, I thought I'm going to use this camera equipment to just try and get a bead on, okay, how do I look as a baldy, you know? I think it's inevitable anyway because um, I guess it's just time, whatever. I'm going to, hey, adventure, I'm going to accept it. That's right, Tank. My my mom would just feed me incessantly. You know, she she uh, uh, <laughs> she's one of these people. She's like a magician. You know, magicians pull rabbits out of hats. You know, my mom like pulls M and M's out of out of nooks and crannies of her house. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, she she's a tremendous cook, as you would expect. And uh, oh, we have two quotes of the day, huh? Haven't seen my junk since 2006. And uh, are you talking about my jowls, dear? I'm a very prolific uh, talker today. Oh, my God. This is Italy's colors. I, you're absolutely right. Uh, Sofa wants to know, am I currently in the R&D of coffee cheese uh, cheeseburgers? You know what? Um, I will say this, Sofa. I'm in the... I'm in the soul searching phase, right? Because I have your insane task written on my to-do list, which is sacred. I don't put, put bullshit on my to-do list. Now that doesn't mean I get to everything. I have, it's very long and stuff sometimes falls off due to atrophy. However, making a GD coffee steak for you is on my list, believe it or not. But here's why it's soul searching. One, is it is a ridiculous task too in looking at it i think it's actually bullshit i don't know that that people actually really do that so we're kind of talking about wasting a steak now i believe it was lady letter carrier that uh said uh, uh make sure it's a cheap cut or whatever which is which is probably a really good idea and uh but anyway, it's on my list. 
Amber says, don't make it. This is so very Amber. Don't make it an Amber day. It's not about me. You know, it's so fun. It's been really fun getting to know all your personalities, right? And I know that about Amber. It's like she wants to, she's absolutely critical. If Amber stopped showing up, I would freak out. But she likes to sit in the background. She likes to be just kind of behind the scenes. If she were in a musical, she would be part of the behind the scenes crew, right? I would be up front. Love for sale. You know, that sort of thing. It's not what I meant, Salty. Get your mind out of the gutter. Ro Robo loves when I laugh at her jokes. Now, the here's the... <laughs> I think the real jewel... I love when I laugh at your jokes, too, Robo. I think the real jewel is probably you guys are becoming better and better at not only making me laugh, but making me blush too, which pisses me off and it unsettle. It makes it unsettling. It's hard. makes it a little difficult to do this high wire act that I do. Nevertheless, I kind of love it. I love it. I like being challenged. I like being Put off balance a little bit, you know? <laughs> Tank. Tank understands how relentless Sofa is. That's... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, what's with the title today? Oh, oh my God, Robo, you saved me. Thank you. Because let me let me. Uh, oh shit, my other system timed out here. It's uh, it has to do with, you know, for these for these Twitch things. I like to. I like to sort of compile little things that I notice, usually on Reddit, almost exclusively. It's from Reddit. And uh, I like to compile them and then just share them on these Twitch things. And I just noticed, this wasn't on purpose, but my my first few that I clipped ended up kind of being a theme. And I think the theme is, the theme of stuff I clipped is, there seems to be uh, I don't a, a difference in value or maybe trust or something. The value people put on life way back in the old days. I've seen this in, in my farmer connections. Like they will put their lives at risk way more than I would. And it's, I, I don't know if it's a country thing. I don't know if they're used to it, but then if you go back in the day and so check out some of these uh, clips, let me make sure I'm on the correct, the correct one before I go whole hog. Yeah. So check out this first one I saw. Okay. In 1913, for a brief period of six years, it was possible to mail a baby or a small child through the U.S. Postal Service. And we're looking here at a picture of a, a postman carrying a baby in his mailbag. <laughs> now, it was obviously, you know, posed, a posed photo. It's a PR photo. But apparently this was a real thing. You could freaking mail a, ch a child, including a baby. 
in the U.S. mail. The fact that this was even suggested to me is just, uh, it just begs so many questions. I don't even know where to start. Who the hell in the right mind says, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, hey, do you, I need to go get some stamps. We're selling, uh, we're sending little Billy to Kansas City and it's gonna be, where do you put the stamps? Do you, if it's a baby, do you stick them on their skull? I don't get it. Oh, what a tremendous question. Robo asked, Lady Letter Carrier, do you know about this? That is a tremendous question. Lady does say it's cheaper than a train ticket, which is uh, very true. That is a tremendous question from Robo Kitty. Lady, have you ever heard this in the, in the archives at the uh, post office? Do... Are there pictures of this history? This is this is a posted all over Reddit uh, within the past couple days. It's in so many subreddits. I found it from uh, history, the history porn subreddit, but we we have so many. I just think this uh, is so thought provoking. Now I am familiar. There used to be um, adoption trains. And they would take, they would uh, gather uh, a kids uh, like orphan kids from the East Coast, like let's say New York City, and they would just send them west. And at train stops, farmers could just show up and and just be like, uh, oh yeah, okay, I'll take a couple of kids. I need a couple of farm hands. That's weird enough, but I take it that these these mailed babies were they belonged to someone, <laughs> you know. So let's see, Lady says, yes, there is info in the Smithsonian Postal Museum. That's really cool. That's fascinating. Let's see what else. Same, same, it ended up being the same thing. I didn't do a theme. Um, I, uh, I didn't do this on purpose. Let's see what this one says. Um, John Howell, an Indianapolis newsboy, makes 75 cents some days. Begins at 6 a.m. on Sundays. Uh, he lives in on Michigan Street. So this is a, a, a photograph of this little dink. I mean, this kid, what do you think? I know it's kind of hard to see. I didn't, I should have blown it up more. But this kid can't be more than eight years old, right? Probably less than that. He's on the street corner. He's uh, selling papers. And... Yet again, this is this to me is just a, a sign that uh, you know we just the way we treat kids or just kind of the lives that kids can have it has definitely changed over time. And they used to be able to earn a living, and I would I don't know for sure, but I would guess that uh, the seventy five cents. That kid was making in in uh, 1908. That could put a lot of food on the table, and I will say, how good would that feel to a kid? Let's say you're eight years old, and you and you bring home like a you work all day, and then on the way home you stop and you fucking buy a buy a ham or something for your family. I think that would feel great. 
I think that would feel tremendous. Yes, these uh, these pictures today of, of me, I guess those are probably um, unwittingly before pictures of this, uh, this, this weight loss journey that I'm apparently on. Tank says kids wanted to make money instead of the lumps they have become. I know it's a big, it's a big difference. And I think what's lost in here is, uh, that they probably took real pride. Some of the kids, I'm sure some of the kids were just thinking, oh, what a pain in the ass. Is this going to be my life? I kind of, I get it. But I, I'll bet a lot of the kids were, um, it was meaningful to them. Meaningful. Let's see. I think I had one more on this theme. Oh, yeah. Check check this one out. So this is uh, sardine cutters. Now, this is cool, too. It's an old photo that's been colorized. Sardine color, uh, cutters in the Seacoast Canning Company, factory number 7, Eastport, Maine. Ages range from 7 to 12 years old. This is from 1911. Again, this is a gaggle of kids that could just walk out into the real world, get real jobs, and and bring uh, bring home the bacon. Now, now Georgie is uh, making a very fair devil's advocate point, saying they were more like slave labor. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna contend, Georgie, that it's maybe a little more gray, a little more of a gray area than we would think. First of all, there wasn't, uh, back then, there wasn't the school system as it exists today, no, no, nowhere even close. Like, so by 10 or 11 or 12, and you're, unless you're some uh, hoity-toity aristocrat, right, you, um, you're done with school. There's not much more you can do. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, to me, uh, I, I don't, I don't know that I think slave labor is maybe too much of a stretch. It's not like those people were held there against their will. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really know. What else did I notice? Um, oh, here's an interesting one. Now we're off. Now we're off the kid thing. Now we're off the kid thing. Oh, have I ordered new hats because of my weight loss? No, no, I haven't. But I guess it's coming. But see, you got you got to understand. I, I, I salty. I think what you're saying is my hats aren't going to fit right if I keep losing weight. The thing is, history says I won't keep losing weight. That's what my history says. Now, maybe maybe this will be the time. I will say I feel different and that I want to live. I want to live. I have reasons to kick ass. So if it gets too loosey-goosey, I'll, I'll order new hats. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Let me... I don't know how many more I have, but this is off the child labor. Today I learned that Ethiopia has a unique calendar, which is seven to eight years behind the rest of the world. The current year in Ethiopia is 2014. Can you believe that shit? 
I think that's fascinating. How can that how can that not be rectified? How in this day and age how can you assume all right, we're just we're going to keep going with this. This is good. But actually reading that taught me something. It's like now I get all remember all those years we were donating rice and stuff. It's like of course we're going to dump it on Ethiopia. It's because they're um they're reading the freshness date wrong. <laughs> we can give we can give rice that's eight years past the thing. And they're gonna be like, it's still good. <laughs> it's the worst joke of the week. Oh my god. Tank says it's because Sally Struthers ate seven years of calendars in the 80s. She really did do the those commercials there for a while, didn't it? Didn't she? Holy cow. Oh wait, Georgie says uh they have a different way of telling time too. I had an Ethiopian nurse in the hospital who tried to explain it to me. That is fucked up. So did your medicines like come uh, eight years too late and shit like that? How can she hold down a job? How is this even possible? Maybe she was trained in the, the, the way the rest of the world did it. And did you, do you understand that click language? Did she speak in just clicks to you or did she use words? He, sorry. If we were on Reddit today, who knows? I might get banned from another sub subreddit. It's so fun to hang out with you guys. I really enjoy it. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's and uh, I think this is my last one. This just this tickled me. Police offer teen McDonald's in exchange for confession to crime someone else committed. This is what the attorney said. I love uh, partially that this is a Chicago news story, but it just, it paints quite a picture, right? I think we all know that the justice system seems fucked and that, uh, you know, <laughs> they just, it seems, it seems like the, the fuzz, they, they want to get a confession no matter what, but I'm just trying to, so many of these things that they tickle me because it paints a picture in my brain. And it's like, I, I, I picture the suspect in the back of the cop car, right? And then the, the, the cop and his partner are having a, a confab, you know, outside the car. They're just talking, oh, this guy isn't cracking. He's not cracking. What the fuck do we do? I really think he did it. We got to seal up this case. This is a pain in the ass. We need to pin it on this kid. And one of the guys like, all right, I think I got it. You know, he opens up the door. <laughs> it's. Hey, how good does a McFlurry sound right now? <laughs> what you th what do you like? You like a number two? Number six? What's your what's your number? You want to supersize it if you just talk to us. Talk to us, huh? And how this made it into the papers is fucking beyond me. It's just hilarious. Oh, anyway, I think, uh, let's, let's see how we're doing on time. 
740. 740. I probably got to be... I got to be expedient. Uh, I got to somehow budget in there. Uh, maybe Robo uh, strong arming me into one extra. We'll see how that goes. All right. Let's get to the mailbag. Everyone ready? Here we go. Dear Tony, do you think humans as a species will survive and be around in 1,000 years from now? I'm not so sure myself. In my opinion, there's a good chance that even if there is a species walking around that looks very similar to us, it will be biologically different enough so that it can't be called human. I envision some sort of hybrid race involving human genetics and computer and or robot technology. What do you think? Uh, this is from Kyle from Boca Raton, Florida. Let's see. Will it survive a thousand years from now? And let's see. His contention is uh, they'll be biologically. Okay. So like uh, uh, genetically different and cyborgs, it sounds like. A thousand years. All right. That's what we're dealing with in this question. A thousand years genetically different and cyborgs. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I think there will be humans around. A thousand years is not that long, right? I think uh, it seems like we've been around as a species a good long while. <laughs> Tank. Tank says, I'll be long gone by then. Hopefully before I got to bang a toaster. <laughs> my god that's classic definitely classic um yeah i think we'll be around past a thousand years now now is this complete is your is kyle's question completely out of left field no i mean any um i mean uh uh there are there are people right who seem to be um, wanting to go down this path, you know, like playing God and let's, and w humans can become cyborgs and all that stuff. Um, but hopefully, I mean, I know they're nutbags. I know they're crazy nutbags. I, I, hopefully no one pulls it off. See, now Sofa says that's already in development. It's called Tesla bot. Big tech is already developing this it'll be here by 2030 I, I know so you sofa you're up on this uh crazy uh german fuck klaus schwab and all this shit the the fourth industrial revolution guys the guys like the 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 real live um dr evil <laughs> oh hazy half moon Let's see, says a thousand years, sure, but a thousand and one years, no way. <laughs> That's a funny answer. Thank you for that answer. <clears throat> All right, let's see what else we have, people. Another question. Dear Tony, I have a neighbor with two adopted children, both girls. Not that that matters. I'm friendly with the family socially and so have been around them here and there in social situations. The guy introduces each daughter as, quote, this is my adopted daughter, unquote, and then says her name. Don't you think it's strange to upfront readily share 
that the kid is adopted. I find this a very strange way to introduce your child to someone, even if he or she is adopted. Should I say anything? Won't this hurt the kid? This is from Tom N. That's a fucking interesting... That's an interesting letter. The weird-ass things that people write me about is so much fun. Um, I like... Uh, Tank, Tank, I think, nailed it right out of the gate. It's uh, Tank says, uh, it's not your child. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that is what I'm... Th- I mean, this is a... I, I don't, don't... Tom N., if you're sitting around worrying about these kids' psyche... I mean, first of all, surely, if you've seen the guy introduce them like that, they're used to it. It's not like it's the first time they've they've heard it. And I think if this is their biggest problem or challenge in life, I think they're going to be just fine. And yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I I wouldn't. Don't worry about it. That's my thing. Certainly, don't. What are you going to say? Hey, I really have a problem with the way you introduce your adopted daughters. Like, what? The, how would that conversation even go? I would say, Tom, and find a hobby, chill out, take a chill pill, maybe have a cocktail, and just. Uh, or, oh, here's a positive spin. Amber says, "Hey, it's a conversation starter. They have unique stories." Absolutely. Ode has something very sensible. Ode says maybe the kids prefer it that way. Yeah. It could very well be. It could very well be. So, yeah, I think uh, Tom and should chill out and not worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. Aren't a lot of adopted people like, isn't it? See, these kids aren't going to have to go through that thing of discovering down the road they're adopted, right? There's not going to be that. And so who knows? Maybe it's even a healthier way to do it. I don't know. You got me. All right, here's another letter. Let's see. Hey, Big T, from one bachelor to another, you have to admit, having your time as all your own is pretty awesome. Yes, I'm 52 years old and I've been single for the past 12 years. No way I could go back to a relationship now. My question for you, do you plan on the single life for the rest of your life or will you walk down the aisle someday? Peace and love to you, my brother, from another mother. This is from uh, Bobby G from Rochester, Minnesota. Well, it sounds like Bobby G's enjoying life. Bobby G's in a good place. I'm happy. Bobby, you should call in sometime. I want to talk about your... uh, 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 Bachelor life. Let's compare notes. But there's a, I think there's a funny part of this that, that, that I think, I think Bobby and I maybe see life a little differently or see this type of question differently. Um, do I plan on the single life or will I walk down the aisle? It's like, that's, that's not something you can plan. I think it's not like I'm sitting here with a plan and thinking to myself, all right, okay, my five-year plan, I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to be married in five years or, or the other way, single, you can't plan that shit. Now I, you know, I think it's very true that you have to be, uh, there is, there is, 
there is some place to be a logical thinker, right? And it's of value in thing in in matters of love and family and all that stuff. However, uh, at least at least the way I see it, most of it is uh, you can't plan for that shit. It's shit that happens to you. You meet someone and you're just like, oh Jesus, like life is different, you know. Boy, do I like this person. That sort of shit. Um. I will say too, I think, uh, I mean, pe- people are wired differently. You know, that's just the way it is. So some people, uh, some people love single life. Some people love married life, whatever. I think it's just how you're wired. I mean, like, I like to see myself as like a happy medium. I think, I think I'm all about, let's try and let's try and make the best out of whatever it is. Now, it's probably clear to you guys, I am a fucking hopeless romantic. So I think my natural inclination is um, I want to, uh, I want to, like, like, like I'm the person, uh, someone, where did I, someone brought up antiquing to me the other day or something like that. I can't remember what the context was, but it's like, I actually enjoy that shit like walking through antique shops or whatever. But my thing is I would enjoy it much more with someone else. So I, that's kind of how I'm wired. So I can't be, it's like, I have all this free time. I get to do whatever I want and it's not as fun if I don't have someone to do it with whatever. Maybe that's why I live stream all the time. All right. But, uh, Bobby G is happy. Good for Bobby G. Whatever floats your boat, right? Let's see. By the way, anyone that wants to send letters in, please feel free. We had one done uh, live during the show yesterday. That was, I can't believe I noticed it. Normally I don't, I don't notice my email coming in. But the email address is chicagotonyv at gmail.com. Send me your letter. Okay, here we go. Dear Tony, you recently answered a letter that asked, quote, if there is a loving God, then why would he let us get old and sick and die, unquote. I just wanted to let you know your answer to that question was incredibly beautiful, and it helped me immensely. I was raised in a Christian household, but have been an atheist most of my adult life. If I'm being honest with myself, it hasn't worked. That question someone wrote in is the exact thing I've been struggling with all these years. Thank you for opening my eyes to the possibility that getting frail and dying is part of a beautiful gift of life that wouldn't be as complete if we lived forever like God's. Last night I said a prayer for the first time in decades. Thank you. This is from Anne from Knightstown, Indiana. Holy shit on a shingle. What a nice letter. Jesus Christ. Very nice. I don't see any comments coming through anymore. I wonder what happened. Um, wow, that's a very nice letter. Very touching. Can't believe it. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really know what to say other than thank you for your nice letter. And that's, that's really cool. Um, I think it's this question of why do good things, why, why do bad things happen to good people? It's an existential I think if you aren't answer, uh, asking that question, you're just not 
paying attention, right? It's a very natural question. It's like, why the fuck? But I think there's always a silver lining. I feel like I learned that more and more and more in life. And it's almost like I am getting to the point where I think the older I get, strife does not, it just doesn't bother me because like even that shit seems horrible, right? I've just kind of learned there's always a silver lining. So it's, it's uh, helped me, uh, Really, become, I think I've always naturally been kind of a stable person, but oh my God, now that I have some wisdom, I'm super, it's, it's hard to uh, rock my boat, you know? Let's see, 753, 753. <clears throat> Here we go, here's another letter. Dear Tony, do you think the monarchy system would be a preferable way to be governed versus democracy do you think monarchs still hold real power or are they just figureheads at this point this is from alan a from amarillo texas alan a hey how close is that uh amber and salty to you guys how close is amarillo i i know so little about texas uh that's a cool system i mean uh so in some ways i think there's, there's one way uh, for sure that I think mon- a, a true monarchy would actually be uh, kind of better. And uh, and it's this. In a true monarchy, the, the populace knows who to go lynch, right, when things go south. In democracy, there's it's, it's I think there's way more um, opportunity to run and hide if you're in the government. And uh, Oates <laughs> does not like the monarchy situation. I mean, neither do I, truth be told. Oates says, first, first of all, fuck the monarchy. I, I, don't like, uh, I don't like government, period. I think, I mean, uh, in my heart of hearts, what I believe in is the true, now, now please, I'm going to say a word that's going to make you flip your lid, right? But I'm, I contend that I'm a, uh, a believer of the true meaning of the word. So I'm going to say the word. It's going to feel real uncomfortable, but I'll go into what the true meaning is, okay? This is for Alan A. from Amarillo, Texas, too. All right. My preferred is anarchy, okay? Now, don't freak out because the, the meaning of that word has been um, hijacked over the years and it you know, we think of it now as it means chaos. That's not what it means. <laughs> Tank says, the monarchy is like Kardashians with crowns. <laughs> there we go. Okay, anarchy, The la- if you look at the Latin roots. So, an, the first part, that means without, right? Archon means kings or rulers, Okay. So that's all it means is is uh, no no masters, right? So it's really it's a, a term that me is it means no slavery, really, if you think about it, uh, in its purest form. And I, now I'm not contending that you know that's that our 
species could actually pull this off, but this is what I wish we would try, is just kind of deciding we're all sovereign beings, right? Sovereign. We, we, we are our own rulers, and I think you could really get pretty far in life if everyone just kind of felt uh, followed a simple tenet. Don't steal. Don't hurt other people. Other than that, do what you want. You know? And uh, I would at least like to see that tried. But uh, I do think the monarchies uh, still hold some real power. Like, for example, I I, I heard that uh, Prince... Uh, who's the guy that's going to be king? Di uh, Prince Charles, right? He's going to inherit nine billion with a B acres of land when the queen kicks the bucket is the queen still living tank says I'm not even king in my house the fucking dog runs everything <laughs> yeah anyway I think if we're when we're talking about changing up governmental structure we're talking about rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. That's really what we're talking about doing. Okay. And the root of the problem is we're all sovereign beings and we need to learn how to play together, uh, fair together ourselves. Okay. Let's do, can we do another letter? Maybe. Okay. Two minutes. Here we go. Mr. V, I'm confused. I have been very friendly with a girl who I really like. She is crazy sometimes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she is crazy awesome, it says. She is crazy awesome. We have hung out several times, gone to dinner, a couple of movies, etc. Last night she told me she's sorry. She just can't commit to me. I was devastated. But today she has already called me twice and asked what we could do together this weekend. Like, what do I make of this? I thought we were pretty much over already. This is from Ed S. Oh, Edward. Eddie, 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 Eddie. I wish I wish Ed had put his uh, age in there, but it it doesn't, it probably doesn't really matter, okay? It probably doesn't really matter. Now, um, I, I disagree with Tank. I'm not sure she has the flu deal. I hope she doesn't. Right? Because run and hide, man. I And I also disagree. I don't think this is... I don't think this is my assessment. Tank says she wants a fuck buddy. Saddle up. I, I, I don't... I don't know. That's not my read or my expectation. Maybe just because it's never happened to me that way. All right. Here's what I would say to Edward. Okay, so I, well, first of all, it's really cute. He he really likes this girl, right? And they're getting to know each other. They're 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 going out doing stuff, and he feels like it's going really well. And she's giving him signs like put on the pump pumping the brakes. I would say first of all, you know, the very first thing you got to do is basically respect that and believe it. In other words, believe that there's something inside her that is saying ah for some there's for some reason this just isn't quite feeling right i don't know however 
All right. And I wish I were talking to you directly so, so, you, so I could coach you directly. Full disclosure, no one should be taking romantic advice from me. No one. Anyway, here, but here we go. It could be that she's like an anxious person. And maybe she's just trying to, uh, maybe things are going well, but it feels like it's going pretty fast. Maybe she's trying to figure out what she, how she feels, you know? Like if you're if you're going out with her, Ed, and you feel like it's going really well and we're doing stuff, and like you said, if so if she says to you one day, sorry, it's not gonna work out, and then the very next day she's like, What can we do together? It may it might be that she does care, but that she's just a little confused or she's anxious. She's uh some people just have a hard time making decisions and they, they're very afraid about especially big decisions about you know, who am I going to be with and all that stuff? Um, <laughs> Tank says, be grateful you don't have to fly eight hours for acid. Tank's on fire today. We miss Tank so much. I'm so glad he's back. <laughs> Ode says she wants him, but wants to be free if someone better comes along. It's a possibility. He's like a placeholder prom date in case the football captain doesn't ask her. It's a possibility. But but Tank, so Tank nails it here. Keep doing you. She'll come around if you're worth it to each other. And that is the ultimate answer. Do not, you gotta be yourself. You gotta, you gotta prepare yourself for moving on. And even in a way, I mean, it's obviously she wants to keep the connection going and you want to keep the connection going. So keep it going. But, you know, don't, don't, don't grovel. Don't, don't just be yourself. That's it. That's what you got to do. You got to be yourself and just see where it goes. I didn't think I had another letter. Oh, I don't have time to do another letter. Um, that's too bad. Everybody, it's, uh, it's been fun. This has been a really fun show. They're all fun for me. I don't know how fun they are for you guys, but, um, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Happy hump day. What a great way to start the day. And, uh, Everyone stay warm, please. Stay warm. I'm going to stay warm. I'm sitting here. I'm freezing. It's weird how the outside temperature. Oh, what do you know? Robo Kitty wants one more. See, I budgeted for this today. All right. I'm going to read one more for Robo Kitty, but that's it. All right. Let's see. Let's see, do I have one? Okay, dear Tony, in your opinion, what do grown men want sexually from their partner? I'm so confused on this part of relationships. Things go pretty well for me until I have sex with a guy. Seems shortly after I'm shown the door. This is from Sharon B. 
Sharon B. And this is another uh, ridiculous letter for me to be getting. Sharon, I don't mean to be uh, disparaging and to and uh, to your situation. I think okay, so that's a that's such a general question, and I think guys are like very you know guys are specific, right? That's a general question. So maybe I'll answer it two ways. All right, I'll I'll answer it uh, for I th maybe what's going on with you. Just a guess, total guess. But then I'll just answer it if I were just answering the question for myself. But so maybe what's going on for you is you're meeting the kind of guy who are uh, just sort of one night standard type of type of guys, right? Some some guys view this thing as a sport. It's fucked up. I could never. I I'm just not wired that way. But whatever. And so maybe maybe they uh, they get to they they get to that point, and uh, then it's like okay, checkbox another another mark on my belt, and moving on to the next thing. So maybe ask yourself: Is there are you? And maybe you have like a best friend or something that is familiar with some of these guys you've dated and just see if are, are there commonalities? Are there red flags? Um, see you, Tank. Have a good day, buddy. Uh, so maybe, maybe it's that. Now, what you want, Sharon B, I think what you want, Sharon, is you want a guy like me. I don't mean literally that I'm not trying to proposition you over over the internets but um I think if if there were a way see if there were a way that you could approach a relationship by the way I think this is why on average old school relationships went better one of the reasons they went better is people fucking waited to have sex right it, was, it wasn't it wasn't an upfront thing and I think one of the benefits of that is see where you want to be is you want to be with someone who before you ever have sex with them right they already think I want to be with this person like forever and I I, I don't I don't mean be with them under the sheets I mean, like I want to be this. I want to. I want to wake up and have my coffee, and be sitting next to this person. And I want to be. And in the evening, I want to hear how her day went. And I want to, like, you want to be with someone, Sharon. Who? Um. Hello, Mammy. How are you, dear? You want to be. Um, oh, see, Robo agrees. Right, Tony. You're spot on. This is what you want. So. You, yeah, you want to be with someone. It's like. Uh, uh, if. If you never. If you never did it. You still want to be. You, you just got to have them in your life. That's what you want, Sharon. That's what you want. Then I think this is going to cure this thing. So one of the things maybe this means is at the very least, just fucking wait. Just let it, let it percolate, okay? And just see if you don't, 
See if you don't get better results. You know, maybe maybe by doing this, you'll attract a different type of person that's just wired differently, you know? Robo says, uh, hold on, let me blow this up so I can read it. Says you have to make them wait a few months, and if they're not interested, they can fuck off. <laughs> of course, some women want to have sex right away, and that's fine too. But if you don't like that, wait, and they can walk if they want. <laughs> there you, see? There you go, Sharon B. Some very important advice. Yeah. I think uh I think a relationship uh wait wait a minute. Oates Oates says that's the best advice you've ever given. Is that to me? Or are you saying that to me or to Robo Kitty? I'm so curious. Robo says it's not going to change men's behavior, it's just going to sort out who is who. Fucking smart. My uh, my psychologist, my famous psychologist buddy, uh, Doug Lyle, he has a term term for this. What the fuck? Oh, and he's got such a scientific brain. He talks about casual mating strategy versus like pair bonding. Like some people, their their pro their strategy in life to reproduce their own genes is to is casual uh, mating strategy, like uh, just just bang uh, women and move on, you know? Um, I married, uh, Georgie says, I married my first date. Fuck, so there's no telling. I wish I would have reread that before I read it live on air. I'm just kidding. Thank you, Ode. I appreciate it, buddy. I'm proud of myself. A good. This is a good thing. It's this is uh, uh, how I'm wired anyway. To me, the the I I and I'll tell you what's weird. I've always been this way. I something that happens in my brain is uh, I say to myself, I like fast forward. Okay, when this girl is uh, 75 years old, right? Let's say when we're geezers, am I still going to want to sit around the coffee table and just shoot the shit with this person? And if the answer is no, then I don't care how gorgeous she is and all that stuff. It's like, I'm just not interested, you know? I think I'm interested in the... uh, Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. This probably means I'm a very hard person to please. But uh, anyway. Holy shit, 8-11. All right. Got to get going. This has been so fun. Um, it's, it's always fun. I love you guys. I like you guys. You're beautiful, wonderful people. You mean a lot to me. Thank you for your weight loss comments. I, was, I don't feel like I'm losing weight. Apparently, I am. Apparently, it's obvious. Um, and uh, anyway, I will see you tomorrow morning on back on Reddit. You're fabulous. Love you. Like you. Have a great day. 
And until we meet again, I just want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. Okay. All right. Bye.